It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. I wouldn't feel comfortable talking about contract situations with anyone, Elliot. I think you know that. Um, you know, at the same time, um, tremendous respect for him as a player, as a person. Tremendous respect for the people uh, that work with him to do this. And um, you go through it in a way that you, you want to find a win-win solution. You want to find something that he feels really good about and at the same time that we feel good about and um, cause surround him with good players. And um, he knows that. I mean, he's a smart guy. He understands that. And um, that doesn't mean that uh, it's not going to be a tremendous contract for him because he deserves that too. That was Howie Roseman just moments ago. We're back, Marks and Reese. He was live at the Combine, and that's where Elliot Shore Parks is. And, uh, Elliot, I would have thought you would have known that before he <laughs> asked the question. And Elliot has a sponsorship brought to you by Hooters. It's hoops time at Hooters. Catch all the basketball action with hot wings, cold beer, and the Hooters girls. Find a location or order online at northeasthooters.com. What's up, ESP? What's going on? How you guys doing? What up, E? Uh, so your, your takeaways, um, first takeaway from uh, both guys talking. Yeah, I mean, I think that the quote you played there is probably the money quote from, from either of them. Uh, it sounds like Jalen's deal is going to get done. They're not being secretive about that. I don't think there's, like, public negotiations going on here. Uh, it sounds like they're going to pay Jalen a lot of money. But the important part of that, I think, and it's been something we've all talked about the last few months, is how is this thing going to be structured? Are they going to, you know, if they sign Jalen, are they, are they going to be able – to not pay any other players around him. I think they would have put talent around him. Well, it sounds like based off of that, and I know it you know, can be a little bit of just public lip service, but uh, you know, it sounds like they are going to structure this in a way where they'll still be able to sign players. Now, I would be surprised if a lot of that money they're saving is going to go to any defensive guys. I think we're getting ready to see probably a lot of these defensive guys that are free agents leave. But I think, I think Jalen, at least per that quote, sounds open to structuring it in a way where they can still pay the offensive guys. And, and that's a smart decision by Jalen if that's going to be the case. Now, you say that because they said keep put guys around him. See, I took that as not just on offense. He needs uh, an entire team. Like, you got to have a defense as well 
to be out there or you're putting a lot of pressure on him to go out there and win games for you every week. Yeah, well, I think that that $50 million he's going to get per year is going to put that pressure on him anyway, right? I mean, I think at the end of the day, yeah. Jalen is going to have to prove, and I'm not saying he hasn't proved it yet, but if when, he, when he gets paid this contract and he's a top three paid quarterback in the league or the top paid quarterback mm-hmm. in the league, that's what it's going to be. I mean, ask Carson, right? Me and you spent many, many a weeks battling over Carson, you know, once he got that deal, should he win the game? Should he not win the game? Like, that's what it's going to be for Jalen. Now, but I think on the offensive side of the ball, and this is a major difference between Carson when he got paid and Jalen is now they're paying A.J. Brown $100 million. They're paying Goddard top-of-the-line tight end money. Devontae is up next. Yeah, it's not Ortega right? Whiteside and Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, right. Right, right. And I'm, but I'm saying also just in terms of where the money is allocated. Like, you're right that if they save money on Jalen, it's going to get put elsewhere. A lot of it's going to get put into that offensive side of the ball when you look at what they're paying already. But again, like Devontae is going to be up next year. So I think that the way they structure this is about paying the guys already around him. On the defensive side of the ball, you know, Bradbury, Hargrave, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, I would be surprised if those guys are back at this point. I think just with the Jalen contract, the, the amount of times Howie's mentioned, like the draft picks that they have, it feels like he's bracing people for saying, you know what, these high-money free agents might not be back. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now I know you felt differently during the season that that they could get some things done, even with paying Jalen. Um, now, what do you? What, it seems like you may you may be coming to a different conclusion now, which I'm I'm completely in agreement with you. But what yeah. do you think that does to the team moving forward as far as what they should look like this year, or what what yeah. can we expect them to look like this year from a competitive standpoint? Well, I wish I could go back a few months and tell Elliot back in the day not to say that thing that they could bring back the player. Because I, I don't think that's <laughs> it's gonna, all right, brother. Yeah, it's all right. I don't think that's going to end up being right. But no, I mean, I when I think of what this team is going to look like next year, I think on the offensive side of the ball, they're going to have all their guys back, and that, right. that's really important. But on the defensive side of the ball, I do think you're going to see a very big turnover. Like Hargrave's probably not back. Bradbury, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. So what are those spots going to be filled with? Well, they have two first round picks this year. I think they have. Uh, one, one or two second-round picks. But also, I mean, they're going to have some money to spend. I just think that you're going to see a lot of young players on that side of the ball. And they're going to have a new defensive coordinator, right? So the defense, is, I think, is schematically going to be very similar. I don't think there's going to be a lot of differences between Gannon's defense and uh, Sean Desai's defense. Mm-hmm. But you're going to see a lot of new faces on that defensive side of the ball. So to circle it back, if you're going to invest all the money in the offense, if you're going to have a franchise quarterback deal, well, it's going to be on the offense to win games. Like, that's just the reality of what next year is going to look like. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly where our focus will go to. You're, you're right about and, it. Right. And, 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 and it's where it should be, too. I mean, that, if, you, if you're going to invest most of your money into that side of the ball, then you need to expect that side of the ball to win games for you. I know people don't want to hear this, but when they made the playoffs last year, that defense won a lot of games for them, right? A lot of low-scoring games that were kept close. So I think that, you know, it's transitioning. Like, Kansas City's defense – wasn't that good this year. Why? Because they got a lot of money in the offensive side of the ball. So I think that, you know, Jalen took a step this year to be an elite quarterback, top whatever we want to say, five quarterbacks. All those other guys, we don't ever talk about what the defensive side of their ball. We talk, you know, we talk about what are the games, what are going to play out, and that's the strategy that Jalen is going to enter next year when he gets paid. Yeah, and Elliot's live at the Combine. Uh, Sean Desai, when talked about him, Nick had said there's a little bit of unknown uh, with what he will do, but he expects a similar similar stuff to the current defense that they had this year. 
So I think yeah. he was trying to say like, yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's you know, they won't know what we're doing to, to open the season because we're running a little bit of a different defense. But then he admitted at the same time, it's not going to be much of a difference. The defense. Well, and I think his reasoning, if I remember correctly, was because they had a good defense last year. Yes. Right? So, so I, I don't, I don't think that they're looking at this as going. We need to completely overhaul the scheme of the defense. I think they look in the defense. I know people don't want to hear this. But the defense did what they wanted it to do. They didn't give up good uh, long plays, right? They created turnovers. They got pressure on the quarterback. Like, they're willing to live with a defense that's going to get lit up by the top whatever quarterbacks in the league if ultimately they're playing a scheme that's going to help them keep the points low uh, against most quarterbacks and keep the ball in their offensive hands. So I think there'll be some differences with Sean, uh, with the new defensive coordinator. But I, I don't think, you know, for anyone thinking they're going to get some blitz-happy pressure guy, like that's not what it's going to be. It's going to be a, a similar uh, scheme in some ways. There'll be differences, but it'll be a similar scheme to what Gannon had. Hmm. Um, Elliot, are you happy with both both hires? You think it, uh, the Eagles did a good job? Yeah, I, I, I do. I think that, you know, with every hire, you can look at the positives and the negatives, and I think there's positive and, and negative to both of them. But I think the positives outweigh them with – with Brian Johnson, I think there's a lot of positives. The positives are he was in the building. The offense will be able to stay the same. I will say they better have a counterpunch ready. Like Nick said today that a lot's going to be the same on offense. They're going to do things the same way. Well, now teams have a whole offseason to prepare and look at the film. So they better have a counterpunch ready. But I do think it's good that he knows Jalen and uh, you know that, that he's been in the building. So the negative for me would be I think a mistake Doug made in 2017 when you know the, he started to lose staff members – was he didn't bring guys from the outside. He just always promoted from within on the offense. I think the offense got stale. So that would be one thing I'd be worried about with Brian Johnson. Um, On the defensive side, I think he has a good combination of youth and experience. But, you know, when he was with the Bears, his defense wasn't great. So there's a little bit of unknown there. Mm. Yeah. Buckle up. This could be this could be a bumpy ride this year, man. Could be a bumpy. Well, okay, listen, we're going to play a lot of good good teams, so it could be a lot of shootouts. Well, and that'll be exciting, right? No, no one wants to watch the twenty twenty twenty. No one wants to see the seventeen to nineteen wins that we saw in twenty twenty one, right? You guys thought the Super Bowl was a great game. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we better hope the field's not wet, but I think it's uh, going to be a lot of games like that. Elliot, uh, Howie said that uh, regarding Jason Kelsey and his timeline, he, he more or less said whatever his timeline is, that he has earned that, and that will be his timeline, and they'll more or less wait to hear what he has to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I ch- checked in with Howard. Howard does. Howard Eskin does believe that he would not. He said, "I would not be surprised if Jason took his time and waited a while to make that decision. It's a big decision and a big commitment." Do you agree along those same? So. The, the same timeline, and if he does wait, is it that big of a deal to how the Eagles are trying to structure and build the team for 2023? Yeah, so I actually don't think he's going to wait that long. I think we'll know relatively soon. Um, and, I mean, Howie also said he's going to be on Kelsey's podcast tomorrow. I can't he imagine did. they're going to have an entire hour-long episode and just not answer the question of whether or not he's coming back. But I also think, you know, when, when Howie talked about Jalen and his contract, he said that Jalen's a smart player and he knows his contract impacts things. That's true of Jason as well, right? Jason's been in the league a long time. He knows that if he's going to come back, his contract's going to be expensive. And if he's not going to be back, they know he needs to they adjust for that too. So, um, yeah, I, my guess is we'll know relatively soon. And I, I think he's probably going to be back, if I had to guess. I, I think that um, with how well he played last year, how healthy he was, I would be surprised at this point if he retired. Yeah, so would I. Yep, so would I. 
Um, I, I just I hope this isn't an every year thing where we're deciding. Ah, I need a couple months after the season to decide. Well, if he is back, that's as Jurgens on the bench for another year. Yep. Well, depending. I mean, say Amalu is a free agent, you could move Jurgens to guard, uh, which you know, yeah, ironically, is what they did with Landon Dickerson. Well, I, I don't know if he's he's too little. I mean, I think because we look at this Eagles offensive line and they're all huge, we're we're a little skewed as to what guards but Kelsey, are around. Kelsey's the league. He's also like undersized. undersized. No, but yeah, Kelsey's no. also undersized. So putting those two next to each other in the interior of a line seems like a bad idea to me. Well, good news is they won't be able to run their quarterback sneaks anymore, so they won't need any. Uh, <laughs> they won't need any size on the interior of the uh, the That's line anymore. True. But. No, I agree. I, ideally, you don't want him at guard, but I, I'm saying I think if Kelsey's back. How about this? Ideally, say whether or not you're playing next year, Jason. Come on, man. How about that? I mean, look, I'm, like I'm, guy... I'm picking a fight with the wrong guy because everybody will, they'll yell at me for saying this. But like, you know, whether you're playing or not, he's playing this year. He's not retiring. So stop. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if I see him down here in Indy, I'll tell him. To, I'll, I'll, I'll pass that message All right. on. So. All right. What do you? What do you? What did you? Have, where'd you have dinner last night? Or you just? Yeah, you flew in last night. Were you drinking last night? No, never, never. Yeah, well, I, unfortunately, I decided uh, I would spend my night watching the Sixers game, which, uh, which right, yeah, that could fun. make yeah. you drink. Yeah, that, that could yeah, make well, you I drink. Say, yeah. I mean, you saw in the, in the clutch there, one player <laughs> on the other team made a play, and the other two on uh, on the Sixers didn't. But no, I mean, uh, yeah, um, tonight, you know, just get a good dinner, uh, go over what the Eagles said, and uh, try to find some stuff out. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see all what right, happens. All right, get some dirt, get mm-hmm. some info. All right, I will try. All right, brother. All right, brother. Oh, Appreciate it, it. Yep. I'll El- talk to you guys soon. Elliot, live from the Combine. Window Nation has the coolest deal ever for keeping you warm. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. Now is the perfect time to take advantage of Window Nation's deep discounts all while reinvesting in your biggest asset. Not to mention the savings on your energy. Up to 43% of your home utility bill goes to heating and cooling. With new Window Nation windows, you can cut those energy bills during cold winter months by keeping your hot air in and the cold air outside. Go with the window company that has installed over 1 million windows, all with 96% customer satisfaction. Now is the time to upgrade the look and feel of your home, all while saving thousands on your energy bills. Call 866-90-NATION and get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit. Plus, make no down payment, no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION, or go to windownation.com and tell them Elliot Shore Park sent you.